I spent almost two decades working in service of some of the world's most vulnerable people. My organization had provided me with extensive training to do the work, but they hadn't prepared me for what the work might ultimately do to me. The mental health impacts of high-stakes mission-driven work wasn't something discussed in my workplace, and this lack of acknowledgement often left me suffering in silence and asking myself questions like, what's wrong with me? What can I do to get better? And am I the only one? Years of putting the mission before my own needs left me dealing with things like vicarious trauma, moral injury, chronic health issues, and an autoimmune disorder. And it had also brought me face to face with the question that I, like so many other humanitarians, eventually have to answer. Them or me. My name is Dimple Dabalia. I'm a writer, podcaster, humanitarian, and founder of Roots in the Clouds. I'm also the author of the book, Tell Me My Story, Challenging the Narrative of Service Before Self. When I set out to write my book, diving into the dark and murky depths of my own stories wasn't really part of the plan. I'd actually envisioned a simple leadership book with three key objectives. First, to create awareness about the mission-driven occupational traumas and mental health challenges that are common in humanitarian work, the very real and often minimized costs of caring. Second, to demonstrate the moral obligation mission-driven organizations have to provide a holistic, human-centered duty of care for their staff. And finally, to make the case for why the sacrifices often expected of people working in service of others are not only unnecessary, they're unsustainable, unhealthy, and maybe fatal. But as with most things in life, that was only what I saw on the surface, only part of the story. As I wrote, what started as a leadership book turned into part memoir, part manifesto, as I realized the healing power of sharing my story, first with myself and then with others. I saw through my own experiences the way our needs as humanitarians are often overlooked because we silently do our work minimize our own trauma, and put off our own healing in order to continue serving others. For many years, I didn't realize that I could both acknowledge my pain and serve others at the same time. That being a humanitarian doesn't have to be, and really shouldn't be, one or the other. Most of us humanitarians go to work every day without realizing that our personal experiences of pain and trauma aren't just the scars we bear, but they're also the source of our superpowers. They would allow us to sit with others in their darkest moments and embody empathy and compassion instead of ignorance and judgment. Our experiences give us the strength and motivation to keep showing up day after day, year after year, to do work that's challenging and heartbreaking, messy and exhausting. And what I've learned through experience is that with mindful awareness, compassion, self-care and rest, doesn't have to be permanently destructive. That we can feel gratitude and learn to recognize those little moments of joy and awe that ultimately become flickers of hope even in the midst of darkness. Often when asked why they choose to work in service of others, humanitarians talk about feeling connected to a sense of purpose or a desire to be of service to humanity. But what if there's more? At the heart of the word humanitarian is human. What if the humanitarian path you've chosen is actually an invitation to see and heal and love and embrace your own humanity through the stories of the people you're serving? 
What if this path is giving you powerful opportunities to reveal and heal your own wounds and you just don't realize it? And what if this healing could happen at both the individual and organizational levels? These are just some of the topics we talk about on Service Without Sacrifice, a limited series podcast I created to serve as a companion to my book, Tell Me My Story. I wanted to provide you with different perspectives on hope, healing, and human-centered leadership. And I found that the meaningful and heartful conversations I had with some really phenomenal leaders from across the humanitarian sector added some depth to the concepts that I discuss in the book. I'm so grateful to be able to share these conversations with you in the coming weeks. And my hope is that they give you greater insight into your own stories and opportunities for healing. Over the course of the podcast, you'll hear discussions about things like how othering and belonging influence our personal and professional choices. and about the steps that many of the experts I spoke with have taken to rewrite their own narratives around service before self. There are also some moving accounts of the grief that often accompanies humanitarian work and how pausing in reverence to it can actually be part of our practice of activism. We talk a lot about what it means to create brave spaces and how sharing our stories has helped many of us move through our own pain, shame, and isolation to get to the connection, empathy, gratitude, and joy that exists just on the other side of healing. This list doesn't even begin to cover the rich variety of topics we covered. But what I can say is this. Not only will these conversations provide perspective, but they'll leave you feeling hopeful and energized. I also want to share that during the initial run of this podcast, every Thursday leading up to the book launch, I'll be hosting a live virtual story healing circle on Zoom to talk about that week's episode and corresponding section of the book. These interactive sessions will be brave spaces of reflection and discussion and will include the opportunity to ask me anything about the book and my stories. So if you're interested in joining me in community with others, all you have to do is pre-order the book and sign up to become a member of my launch team. You can find more information about this at rootsinthecloudscom forward slash launch team or just click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoy these conversations and find them to be valuable, please, please, please like, subscribe, and share Service Without Sacrifice with others who might benefit. It's time to change our workplace cultures and rewrite outdated narratives around service before self. But to do that, we have to get the book and the podcast in front of as many people as possible. And this, my friends, depends a lot on word of mouth. To that end, I'd be grateful if you'd consider leaving a five-star rating and written review for the book and the podcast. The more ratings that we have, the easier it becomes for people to find us. Join me in putting the human back into humanitarian work and normalizing the practice of service without sacrifice across the humanitarian sector by pre-ordering your copy of Tell Me My Story, signing up for the launch team, and hitting the subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you so much for your support. And most of all, thank you for your service.